What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Graveyard Gaming, and I am here to talk about my fun week with the Xbox One. And you know what? Thanks to the Game Pass, I got to play some really great games. I'm going to jump into them. I'm not going to talk too deep in these reviews. I'll give you a review score, but I'm going to kind of keep it a little bit, a little brisk on them. But I got to tell you, first up, man, I played the Blair Witch. I love the Blair Witch 1. I love the Blair Witch from 2016. And I got to say, this game was one of those games when it was announced at E3, I was so jealous that I didn't have an Xbox. Luckily, I was able to borrow an Xbox and even luckier, able to have Game Pass to download this game and, and try it out for free. You know, it's about a five-hour game. Honestly, my only major issue with the game was the final section you go to is in a house. And while as soon as I saw the house, I was like, oh boy, those two movies, man, really set up a house for like some really freaky stuff. It just goes on way too long, though. Like, really long. And it just, all the the tense moments are kind of kind of evaporate it like when you do it over and over again even the scary creature inside just kind of is less scary and more annoying by the time you're done with it but the road to getting there the four hours you spend getting to that house is just such a great atmospheric game i mean between rocks being thrown at you the darkness creeping in and feeling completely lost at all times I really, really enjoyed what they did here. There's this PTSD element that they really play with that I think they, you know, handle very well. The witch talking to you and the ending. Oh, man. Now, here's the thing. There are multiple endings. If you were to ask me, is it worth playing through a few times to get them? I'm going to tell you no. Even though I will say I do believe if you beat the game and then started the game back up, you could probably beat the game in maybe two, two and a half hours once you know where everything's at but ultimately it was a good game for me it wasn't amazing but it was a lot of fun it was well worth the five hours to play it especially a fan of the series it really ties into the lore of the series there's a really simple but easy story in this there's also a really simple gameplay in this i mean you really just have this camera that you use to manipulate the environment you have a phone that actually has a working game of snake on it but you'll communicate through emails and phone calls, and you have a radio. But again, there's not a lot going on here. It's really a walking simulator, but a great setting, a great environment. And honestly, if I had to give it a score right now, I'd give it a 7.25. It's a lot of fun. The next game I got to play was actually Gears 5, and I loved Gears 1, 2, and 3. I hated having to miss 4, not having an Xbox, but getting a chance to play 5 was fantastic i have to say there's a really great recap in the very beginning of the game to kind of get you up to speed on what happened in four in the menus there's also a really great recap of the entire series uh, i enjoyed that and the levels that they have in her the acts i should say really have a cool way they're done act one to me was a very classic gears of war style you're in one environment different rooms you're going to different ways of enemies really fun act two and three though were these wide open areas that I honestly kind of feel they don't add to the game. They don't take anything away from the game. But I question if they need it to be as big as they are. Yes, there are some cool things to look around and see. There's some side missions that completing them pretty much upgrades your your robot companion Jack. But ultimately, I don't see where they added a ton to the game. Especially why they needed the areas to be so huge, so massive. Because it really is three or four areas you need to go to, but you're just crossing a giant landscape to get there. 
But again, it doesn't take anything away from it. It's a beautiful looking game. I think the story is better than it had any right to be. And ultimately, at the end of the day, my complaints were there were a few battles, and I'm going to say maybe three out of the entire campaign, that I felt were a little long, like excessively long. Like, all right, I I got the idea. These guys don't want me here, but come on now. Uh, A few too many waves. And I did not like the Act 2 boss. I thought that boss was not not as enjoyable as I would have liked it to have been. So, you know, I'll take a little bit off of that. But me personally, I'm still going to give the game a 9. I thought it was fantastic. With that, the next thing I got to play, and I actually rented this. It might be on the Game Pass, I'm not sure, was the Halo Master Chief Collection. This is one collection that I have always said if I ever bought an Xbox, I would buy. And I'm going to tell you, after playing it, I would most certainly buy it as well. Now, I will say this. Because of where I'm at, I can't download off the internet unlimited i have a certain amount of gigs i can download so i didn't, i wasn't able to get the update for it so i do know there are some bugs in it i do know i did encounter one where if you played a game and exited when you went to reload where you were at it would freeze and it would never load it up however i will say one of the biggest positives of this collection is something i wish all remastered collections would do you can play any level from any game right out of the box. You do not have to beat Halo 1 to replay any levels or any of the other games. You want to go play Halo 3 Chapter 2, it's right there for you. Just load it up. I love that. You can create playlists. There's already playlists made for you. It's a ton of fun. I really enjoyed and really appreciate what they did with that, especially considering... In 2004, I kind of walked away from Halo 2 without beating it. I had three levels left, but between San Andreas and Metal Gear Solid 3, I just never went back and finished it. So in this game, I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I loaded up the last three levels, played through them, beat it, got to finally experience the frustration of I'm going to finish the fight scene. But I mean, it, you know, it was awesome to get to do that without having to replay the entire game. Which, hey, if I own this Xbox and I had it, I probably would play anyway. But in the situation I was in where I had to take the game back, I thought it was fantastic the way it was done. I'm very appreciative of it. Plus, I love the fact with Halo 1 and Halo 2, you hit the back button and you can actually see the original graphics. I think that's really cool. Another big thing for this collection is I got to play Halo 4. I never got to play Halo 4 when it released because I played the first level and that's when my 360 died. So to actually get to play through it again, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. I thought the game had the right length to it. Like, it wasn't too long, it wasn't too short, and it told a great story. You know, you have this story of them trying to take out this new threat, while at the same time, Cortana's going haywire. And I just, I loved it, because it really sold this whole, who's the machine, her or Master Chief? I thought it was fantastic. I cannot wait to start Halo 5. I'll be starting that pretty soon. But, I mean, this was a great collection, and Halo 4 really blew me away with how great it was. If I was to score that game, I'm going to score it a 9. I just, I loved what they did with Halo 4. And I'm glad it took a few years, but I finally got to play it. And speaking of taking a few years, but finally getting to play. So I've said before that it took me until I played X-Men Legends and Oblivion before I tried out RPGs. Before that, I thought they were all turn-based and Japanese style. Well... I remember a buddy of mine really tried to get me to play Fable, and I wouldn't do it. Another buddy of mine, when Fable 2 came out, really talked me into it. And I tell you, I fell in love with Fable 2. I really, really enjoyed Fable 3. On the Game Pass, I got to try out Fable Anniversary. And listen, this is a 15-year-old game that was remastered 
five years ago, and it was a great remaster. I mean, it visually looks like Fable 2 and 3. I mean, it looks really, really good. On top of that, some of the combat has been reworked here. If you've played Fable 2 and 3, it's exactly what you got in that. I will say I did feel like they did all this work. They could have fixed the targeting. I know in games at that time, targeting was a little wonky here and there. But in this game, there are times when it would just be me and one enemy, and I would be targeting the wall. They could have fixed that. As far as the game itself, though, I will say when you get toward the end, some of the enemies and some of the bosses get overly annoying. But, you know, in general, I loved the story. I loved the gameplay. I loved buying houses, getting married, interacting with the humor, the charm. It's all in here. And I can see how Fable 2 really built on what was in Fable 1. Now, it does also include the Lost Chapters content and while some of the stuff in the middle of the game i enjoyed i didn't like the end game stuff i really didn't enjoy what they added to the story i didn't enjoy the final battle and none of that i didn't think it was horrible but i personally felt the game ended great i didn't need the end game stuff if that makes sense but overall i'm gonna give this game an 8.5 i did get to try out shinmu only 20 years late for this party but i can see where the charm is at in this game it seems like a lot of fun now, I will say that I don't necessarily think it's a full remaster. I think it's more of a port that they spruced up the visuals. The audio does not sound great. Can't lie about that. It's, it's very noticeable. And I will also say that the controls for walking around is like a mix of tank controls and early 2000s analog stick controls. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I really don't know how to explain it much better. Hopefully, you kind of get me on that. But it's not game-breaking. But I do think they could have kind of went in there and tightened that up and made it a little bit more enjoyable. That being said, though, because of time, I don't know if I'll have enough time to play through 1 and 2. So I will say that when it's on sale on PSN, I'm probably going to look at picking it up. I, I think I liked it enough to, to really give it a, a bigger shot and try it out a little bit more. Well, guys, that was my weekend gaming. A lot of stuff there to unpack. Sorry that the reviews were not in depth, but I... I think it kind of worked better since I had so much to talk about. As always, you can find me on thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com, thegraveyardgamer on Instagram, and thegygamer on Twitter. So, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, something about these reviews that you want to talk about or bring up, hit me up on one of those. Alright, until then, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. (laughs) 